Please be advised that this story contains discussion of murder, child abuse, and mental illness that some listeners may find upsetting. Hey everyone, this is Gypsy. I'm finally free! Gypsy Rose Blanchard is free after spending eight years behind bars for the 2015 murder of her mother, Dee Dee. And it's something the internet has been looking forward to for a long time. We were born sick. And I hear screaming because he is spending the rest of his life. Let's take a step back. It is the perfect town, the perfect place. Gypsy Rose was born in 1991 in Golden Meadow, Louisiana, and she and her mother later moved to Springfield, Missouri. To their community, they were a normal family who had experienced immense hardship. Gypsy had various physical and mental disabilities. Muscular dystrophy left her wheelchair bound, brain damage meant she had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, epilepsy, digestive tract issues, and hearing and vision impairment meant she was in and out of surgery and spent most of her time at doctor's appointments. Through it all, though, they remained hopeful. But there's one problem. None of it was real. And I want to start off with saying things are not always as they appear. Gypsy Rose is a victim of fictitious disorder imposed upon another, previously referred to as Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Essentially, Dee Dee told her daughter from a young age that she was sick. She needed a wheelchair, she needed to see the doctor, and so on even though she was perfectly healthy. Dee Dee controlled every aspect of Gypsy's life. But as Gypsy got older, she began to push back against her mother's authority, meeting her then-boyfriend Nicholas Godijan online. Gypsy said in interviews that she felt there was only one way she could free herself from her abusive mother. Gypsy and Godijan hatched a plan and carried it out. They murdered Dee Dee in June 2015. <laughs> After the murder, Gypsy and Godijan were both sentenced to prison. The community that once loved Gypsy and Dee Dee was conflicted, as they discovered for the first time the sick girl they knew wasn't sick, and her mother had defrauded doctors and neighbors alike. Godijan was the one who carried out the crime. He was charged with first-degree murder and is spending life behind bars. But Gypsy's time is over. She was charged with second-degree murder for a reduced role in the plot. She served eight years of her 10-year sentence and was released on parole December 28th. You know, I've known about her for a long time. I've definitely seen a couple of documentaries about her family dynamic many years ago. So, which I don't think is like shockingly the case for the vast majority of people who are just now talking about her online, which I find super interesting because I feel like they're, they get, they become surprised when they realize the full narrative. That's Liz Casolo, a Medill Jr. In the months since Gypsy's release, she's taken to social media, TV, podcasts, and more to tell her story. But like Casolo said, the majority of the internet doesn't know the true extent of the abuse Gypsy endured. I think the problem has to do with the fact that people are placing really unreasonable expectations on someone who's been so isolated from society for so long. And so when people don't know her full story and they're surprised and they communicate that online, it's just like a, a little bit of a an upsetting thing to do. Like you couldn't choose to inform yourself on such a big case if you're going to be speaking about it publicly because then that just you know, could propagate misinformation. It seems like Gypsy is enjoying making videos, participating in interviews, and telling her side of the story for the first time. She posted a selfie on Instagram the day she got out, captioned first selfie of freedom. She regularly makes OOTDs for her fans on TikTok, and she had her first television interview post-release with ABC's 2020 last Saturday. But there's concern. 
Casolo and others say it might be too much, too fast. I have seen a couple of dialogues online about people who are genuinely concerned about people placing really high expectations for her online behavior and worshipping her, essentially. I mean, she's been in the public space for a while, but she hasn't been out of prison for very long. I think that's a really intense level of scrutiny to live under. All of the Gypsy Rose content floating around raises an important question. Why do we find her story interesting? Legal Studies and American Studies professor Nicolette Bruner suggests it may be because we've never heard anything like it before. I will say there are some aspects of this story that are compelling because they transgress a lot of our accepted norms in provocative ways. So for example, the idea that a, a mother could be deliberately sickening her child, the idea like, oh, the mama bear who's protecting her child, who's standing up for her child, and then to find out that that was a complete inversion, that instead somebody who's being described as the, I believe they described as something like the cognitive ability of a seven-year-old or something like that, is actually a, a mentally competent adult like you or I. I mean, it's shocking, and we are drawn to shock. Shock is a common thread that weaves through Gypsy's story. Everything from the initial murder, to the revelation that she wasn't sick, all the way to today, when she's becoming the internet's newest celebrity. She has around 8 million followers on Instagram, and just under 10 million on TikTok. I think that the story was initially interesting because at first it was, oh, you know, a disabled child in danger, to, oh, what happened here? How were we all so wrong? How were so many people for so many years so wrong? And now I think not only is it kind of the persona of hearing from a convicted murderer, but I think it's also the fact that she gets to speak and we get to listen, made particularly poignant by the fact that this is a person who was not allowed to speak and not treated as if she had anything to say. America is listening to Gypsy. She's created a six-episode Lifetime docuseries where she connected her past to the present, a new start with her husband, Ryan Anderson. But just because America's listening doesn't mean everyone supports her. She recently said this in an interview with podcast host Nick Ball. I don't want to have to remind people every single time that I'm not the one that committed the act of the kill. So, you know, I'm a part of it. But in the state of Missouri, they, there's no such thing as accessory to murder. So technically, they couldn't charge, you they couldn't charge me with accessory because that, that charge doesn't exist. And it hasn't landed well on social media. All before she got out of prison, I saw everybody was so excited for her to get out of prison. Why now I started seeing people turning against her on TikTok. And I was like, whoa, I did not expect this. And so I'm sure that's like different demographics of people, but that was really interesting to me because it feels like, I mean, honestly, it feels like those people probably just want to hate on her to some extent, but also people were saying like, oh, well, she's a murderer. People were just like, have like totally different opinions than what I had seen really anybody saying before she got out of prison. That's Weinberg sophomore Ruth DeBono. They said even though there's some Gypsy Rose hate swirling around online, consensus is that if she's okay with sharing, we're okay with listening. And many fans say this type of attention isn't new for her either. She's been on camera since she was a kid. I'm sure in some ways it's different because, I mean, she appears to have a little bit more, like, agency over all of that. But I'm also sure that kind of, like, having that, like, in her childhood of, like, having the cameras on her a lot then and then going to prison and still having the cameras, like, I'm sure that probably also, like, influenced her in terms of, like, that's, like, kind of, I don't know, that might even be something that's kind of just feels, like, comfortable and natural to her. 
For now, it looks like Gypsy is enjoying the spotlight, and the internet is along for the ride. Her most recent achievement? Making national entertainment news for cutting her hair and donating it to a foundation that makes wigs for people with cancer. She posted a TikTok shortly after. Hey y'all, so as many of you probably already saw, last night I cut my hair. But above all, she's encouraging her fans to stick around. Again, just thank you guys for all the support and uh, keep watching. Okay, bye. For WNUR News, I'm Brandon Condritz.